Welcome to another episode of the ASMR University Podcast. I'm Dr. Craig Richard, and this podcast series is an exploration of the origin, the art, and the science of autonomous sensory meridian response. I would like to begin this episode by thanking the person named The Week's Own for posting a review on iTunes. The Week's Own wrote, Really relaxing. Fun to learn the history. Thanks for doing this. Well, thank you, The Week's Own. I greatly appreciate your kind words and for taking the time to post a review. Now on to today's topic. In today's episode, I'm going to continue talking about the first ASMR artist, Whispering Life. This is because I was fortunate enough to interview her recently, and I am honored to share her story through her own words. We did the interview through email, so I will be reading her replies to you. If you do want to actually read um, or print out the interview transcript, it is available at asmruniversity.com, and the interview was posted on February 8, 2016. Let's first begin with a quick summary of Whispering Life before delving into the interview. In 2009, she created the first Whisper dedicated channel on YouTube. At that time, she was 20 years old. She was working a full-time job. She was a nursing student. And she lived with her boyfriend. She did not initially tell anyone about her Whisper channel. But after posting a few videos, she shared her secret with a few select individuals. Over the course of more than five years, she uploaded a total of 156 videos. Most of these were whisper-only videos, but some were also ASMR trigger sounds of keyboards, doodling, magazines, and other items. Also during this time span, she switched her studies from nursing 
to ophthalmic dispensing and also became engaged to her boyfriend. On July 28th, 2014, Whispering Life uploaded her last video. Today, Whispering Life has her Bachelor's of Science degree in ophthalmic dispensing and is currently a dispensing optician in Nottingham, England. And now, here are my interview questions followed by Whispering Life's answer to each one. I will speak her replies into the right or left microphone. Do you remember the whisper videos you enjoyed before you started your channel? Was there any single whisper video which was more influential than the others? Yes. I used to watch the Big Brother videos where they used to whisper to each other so the camera couldn't quite pick them up. The inaudible conversations were really relaxing to me and helped me wind down in the evening. I also used to watch Lita's massage videos. Do you remember the exact moment it occurred to you to start a whisper-only channel? I was watching a Big Brother video and reading through the comments. Someone had commented that they wished there was more whispering. I can't remember who it was. I then realized that I wasn't the only one watching these videos for the whispering. I then searched on YouTube for a channel dedicated to whispering, but there wasn't one. That's when I decided I'd make my own. I had seen a few people express the same interest in whispering as I did, so I thought, they might like to hear me whispering. I never knew so many people would like it. My channel grew pretty quickly. I did feel a bit odd at first, but I soon got into it and saw the videos. Ha ha. Whispering was also weirdly therapeutic for me. I didn't like listening to myself, though. Why did you decide to call the channel Whispering Life? Was this an easy decision, or did you wrestle with other names? To be honest, I don't actually know. I think it just came to me. I could make some story up about me wanting to whisper life into people or something crazy like that. But I won't. Ha ha. 
Why was keeping your identity private important to you then and still is now? I never totally felt comfortable whispering for people and thought it was strange that I and other people enjoyed it. I didn't tell anyone because I didn't want them to think I was crazy. I wanted to keep my identity private just in case anyone I knew stumbled across my videos. Also, keeping my face hidden was always my plan. I never wanted to show my full face although I did once upload a photo of myself on my Whispering Life Facebook account. I guess I just wanted people to listen to me rather than see me. When I watched videos, I was never bothered about actually watching it, just listening. What doubts or concerns did you have when you started the Whispering Life channel? I was always worried that someone would recognize my voice or stuff I said in my videos would give my identity away. In the early days, I often thought about deleting my channel but there's no point now, as my videos have been put on other sites, so I can never really delete them. What challenges did you have with the creation and maintenance of your channel? Well, as you can tell, I could never afford a good camera or microphone so most of my videos are poor quality. When the community started growing, I really felt like I couldn't compete. I'm not very computer savvy, so I never knew how to edit videos or alter settings to make it sound better. That's why my videos are just one shot and upload. Very basic. But some have said they like it that way. So it's not all bad. Sometimes I would record a video and not even listen to it before uploading. So some videos, I have no idea if they're any good. But I always got lovely comments and messages so they couldn't have been too bad. What do you remember the most about the comments and feedback you received to your channel? I can remember being totally overwhelmed by the lovely and supportive comments and messages I used to get, and still do. My listeners were also nice, and I felt very grateful for that. 
obviously there were times I got negative feedback too. But I just tried to take that on the chin and get on with it. Some of the messages that really stuck in my mind were people thanking me. Some would say I helped them de-stress or get to sleep. And others would say it was helping with their depression. These are what kept me going for as long as I did. What cameras and microphones did you use? I used an iPhone 3GS, a Samsung Galaxy S2 phone, and I think I used a Logitech microphone headset for some of the videos. I can't remember the other cameras I might have used. What influenced you to do other sounds besides whispering? Purely people requesting them, although no one requested the cats. I just liked filming them. Ha ha. I thought I could join in the ASMR videos of trigger sounds but I never really liked making them, to be honest. I much preferred to just do a simple whisper. Did any of your friends or family members know that you created the channel? Who was the first person you told? And who else did you tell along the way? I told my boyfriend, now husband, first. He just said he always knew I was a little strange, so he was quite understanding. He never liked whispering the way I did, though. Then I told one of my sisters, who you hear in one of my videos. She was well up for doing a video with me, and we had lots of fun making it. I told one of my other sisters a few years ago, and she didn't respond that well. She makes fun of it. I haven't told anyone else. Has anyone who knew you in the real world ever figured out it was you? Nope. Never. I'm glad about that, though. Did the content creators of these early Whisper and ASMR channels have direct communications and a special community? I remember we all used to keep in touch and recommend each other's channels in our videos. I also made a group before YouTube got rid of groups where we used to post stuff. It was nice and simple. 
It definitely felt more like a family unit back then. To me, anyway. I'm not sure how the others felt. I could actually keep track of videos and new whisperers back then. But now it's gone crazy, which is a great thing. And I can't keep up. Ha ha. How do you think ASMR artists and channels have evolved and changed since your channel? Massively. People are going on television and ASMR is being researched. I am just a simple whisperer and I don't have much to do with the ASMR community. I like it that way, though. It's amazing looking at all the great effort that is put into the videos. People have amazing cameras and recording equipment, and they know how to edit. I wouldn't even know where to start with all that. Some ASMR artists have such great imagination, too. It's amazing to watch. Are you still in contact with anyone in the ASMR community these days? No, not really. I met face-to-face -face with the whispering voice to make a video. We spent the day together in Nottingham, and it was great. He is such a lovely, genuine man. I was definitely a bit of a fangirl around him at first, as he's my favorite whisperer. Do you have any favorite ASMR artists or channels that you would like to mention? As mentioned before, the whispering voice is definitely my favorite. His voice is just so relaxing. Whispers Red is also a fave. I do have others that I like, but I could go on forever. Do you have any plans to create more ASMR videos? Possibly. I honestly don't know at this moment in time, to be honest. There's way too many things going off in my life, so I don't want to commit to making videos again and then have to leave. What updates about your life would you like to share? My husband and I had a little girl in August. She is perfect and everything I could have hoped for. I'm really enjoying motherhood. 2015 was a really busy year for me, having a baby selling and buying a house, graduating as a dispensing optician. There's also some negative things that happened, but I won't go into them. But overall, it was amazing, and I'm looking forward to 2016. That is the end of the interview, and this wraps up uh, another episode of the ASMR 
University podcast. Feel free to say hello and share your thoughts by rating and reviewing this podcast on iTunes. I know that takes some time, so I will sincerely thank you at the start of a future episode. Also, if you have any feedback about today's interview or thoughts on any ASMR-related topic, then please do send me an email at asmruniversity at gmail.com. Until next time, I'm Dr. Craig Richard, and this has been an episode of the ASMR University podcast.